something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we could keep in touch. Like they did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. Oh, 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 oh. And I wish you well. Oh, 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 sign your pen. Pass. So good. Roar. Yeah. Our producer, Sean. Producer Sean. Finally got vaxxed. Ugh. That battle. <laughs> no. <laughs> but he's here in person. It, that doesn't matter to any... Well, it should matter to the Pennies and Pallers. He's part of the machine that makes this show happen. Yeah. And but, so the, uh, this is the first time since we've gone over Team Coco that he has been here uh, in person right. with And us. we would let him say hi, but he's not going to have a microphone. We're never going to give him a microphone, and he's sitting behind me in a way that I'm not going to lie makes me a little nervous. He's directly in my eyeline, and much like Alicia, Alicia Cuthbert. Yeah, that's, I did, that's when exactly I, right. When I did background on 24 and she removed me from a scene because I was in her eyeline, that's right. how I feel about Sean right now. Right. Um, when you were asked to, when you, when you, someone had to come over and go, Hey, you have to actually move. She wants to go, can, did you quickly go, Oh, I'm, I'm leaving on my own accord. Cause I don't want to be in this. Well, first I was like, save face. First I was like <laughs> fired. First I was like, I didn't get a wardrobe bump and we were supposed to do a walking lunch. And then I stormed out of there. Yeah. Um, and then someone goes, get him back here. He knows a lot of the terms. I'm going to guess that you have never done background. Daniel. Ever. I, I haven't. Of course not. I no. bet our guest today hasn't either. We're going to find out. Okay. We just the, stare at him and not let him answer. Before we do that, though, yeah. this is our first recording after our live show in Denver. And it was a sweet... It was wonderful. Sweet, delicious pastry of a show. I have a, something I need to, to tell everybody about. Yes. And I guess I'm only speaking to the people in the room that were there. Yes. At the end, I made a joke. And said, we're going to be across the street if you'd like to say hello. If you are not a member of our Patreon, we will not speak to you. Yeah. And I think some people took that seriously. And I want to, I want to address... Because some people stood in line and were like, are we allowed? Is that okay because I'm not in the Patreon? I was like, yeah, it's, of course. And this is what could I said. Could you imagine? If you've listened to this episode, could you imagine if we're those people? 
Daniel I was told just joking. me, he told me before the show that that's how he was going to announce where we would be to take pictures and right. meet people. And I said, I think some people aren't going to know that's a joke. And he did it, and I kind of felt the vibe in the room. And some people were like, well, these guys are fucking pieces of shit. It was over. The vibe was over. But if you're not a member of the Patreon, what is your problem? There you go. Uh, I, I, did I, it. I thought it would Patreon. weed out the real fans from the people who just want to talk to us about Tool. So I, I'm okay with that. It was yeah, a great conversation. There you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I loved it. It was a great show. You were great. Uh, the Dollop Boys were wonderful. It was fun. It was fun to get back out there and do stand-up comedy in a room with a bunch of people and feel laugh. that energy. You made me and laugh for it, or with your I needed stand-up. it. I needed it. It's been a long time. All right, but, should uh, we do this? We're going to do this. Uh, that, uh, that episode, we had some guests. And as you guys know, if you're new or old listeners, mm-hmm. uh, we ha- we're starting to do some guests now. We're getting a lot of guests. And I, I'm going to say the one that we have today is absolutely super special. And uh, very fantastic. He's uh, become uh, a friend over the years uh, yes. through the the craft and the art of comedy mm-hmm. entertainment, mm-hmm. Uh, but also out on the golf course, at least personally oh, you guys with, play? with me. We do. Okay. We do. Um, I'm not sure what your relationship is or how you guys know each other, but maybe we can get into we'll, that. We'll, oh, sure. Ladies and gentlemen, um, from the hit show, Veep, mm-hmm. but closer to my heart, uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Matt, Matt Walsh. Walsh. Hello, Matt. Pleasure to be on here. Oh, my God. How did Pleasure. we meet? Uh, I feel like through the world of uh, it, Bear did, Down podcast, yes, possibly. I, I don't even know how that came about. Probably Nunez or somebody. Mm-mm. Scotty Armstrong. I might have been Brad. Yeah, or Brad Morris, yeah. The and love would, of Chicago sports is what yeah, connected I would to you come guys. On and well, I would Dan do is a very good impressionist as well, so we were sort of like <laughs> we letting, letting him buffoon. do segments yeah. for, our, for our lazily oh, written podcast. So, <laughs> so good, and also very knowledgeable about the Bears and yeah. such, such subjects. So and I would great. roll into like the deepest Chicago cuts. Yeah, of, of that's stuff. always fun. That's um, always fun. Yeah, so we got to know each other through there. Yep. And then you were a great episode of Dumb People Town where you talked about sleeping under a bus. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Forgot about that. That's a was true that story. Turkey? Uh, I was hitchhiking my way back from Turkey. God knows where I, I was. That? That I've is... been coming through like Greece or Yugoslavia. Like it was crazy times. And you slept in the luggage storage bin of a bus. Yes. Now you're giving me like post-traumatic stress. <laughs> that seems like good sleeping, though. Not for someone who had one of their only panic attacks in oh, life. Like funny. in that moment, decided to be like, what if this thing rolled and nobody looks in the luggage compartment for the right. guy who's trapped yeah. in there or whatever? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just like, it was a bad decision. It was like getting, sleeping right behind the prop of an airplane. It's just yeah, like, what am yeah. I doing? Is this the, is this <laughs> is the, the best, best place to be? Yeah. Am I going to get to REM here? Matt, yeah. how old were you? <laughs> 25 probably my second trip back as to you Europe. have kids do you ever wonder about like where will they like guys you're please don't end up in like the craziest of situations because you saw yourself like your parents would never be like well at some point he's gonna be overseas and, and then just happen sleep in a bus and these things happen right yeah yeah like that's hard to because that is wild for you to end up in that scenario some of my children i worry about that more than others that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> my oldest is pretty sharp like if you were going to start a if you were going to start a herald scene and being like i mean i'm in a luggage bin of a bus people be like (laughs) too much pull it back you're like 
wildly unrealistic. Who, who would that happen How many to? guests would I get if that was my <laughs> podcast? We get underneath the bus and we record for 60 minutes on a random highway. Oh, yeah. zero. It's a little hot. It's going to be a little hot. It's going to be hot in there. Do we we close really it. need a producer we in here. We do close it. There's going to be five of us in there. <laughs> Oxygen oh. is limited. Um well, well, I, 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 love I just here. wanted to say before yeah. we get started, because out and, and getting to know you through uh, 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 comedy and, and uh, we, we shot a pilot a while back, which honestly yeah. was so fast, it feels like a dream. That um, was really fun. You were so funny in that. You, I wish, yeah. You were great. I couldn't believe I was doing that the whole week. I was like, yeah. I can't believe this is happening. He was like a drunk buddy of mine who was basically oh, going to probably ABC drink thing? and drive yeah. across country a- at some yeah. point. Yeah. This yeah. is the ABC thing, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I um, that. So yeah. we, yeah, we did that and then also just out on the golf course. But I have to say, through through what you do and did at UCB, I used to watch your show uh, in high school and in mm-hmm. college. Same. And I have to say... Because uh, I haven't told you this face to face, but such a huge inspiration and part of starting that spark of going, fuck, I want to do that. I want to have as much fun as that dude uh, is having. And yeah. I have so many friends in college where we quote you constantly from that show. So I want to say to your face, thank you very much for that inspiration of, you know, it's one of the reasons I'm I'm doing what I do today and have a job that I like because mm-hmm. of the people that inspire me to go, fuck, I want to I want to try to get in that. I want that drug that I'm yeah. watching that version yeah. because you see a lot of entertainers, but when you see entertainers who you can tell are enjoying it yeah. and they, they, they are it, it's not a, it's not an act. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it yeah. makes you go, I want, I want to know what that's like. Mm-hmm. So that's the push. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that's yeah. very awesome of you to say that. Well, very sweet. anyways, that's the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, no, but podcast is, it's, it's, we say one two, nice thing yeah. and then we... Right. Two kind <laughs> words that are little, like a paragraph or two. You come in with a rough outline yeah. and that's it? We want parking to be super hard and then we talk for about 10 minutes. <laughs> and that's the whole show. Not to be super boring. Yes. Parking was hard. It's hard. Parking yeah. was hard. Yeah. I yeah. grabbed one, I think, on Van Ness near Franklin. I yeah. felt lucky because they yeah, shut... No, you did good. They shut, uh, what's its name next door down? Yeah. That yeah. whole Thank street. Um, they shut it well, I wish to tell me before we jump into it for everybody who knows, obviously from Veep, but but Matt founded it as Rory was alluding to. He's one of the founders of UCB, one of the best These comedy are my bona fides, in the country. Yeah. 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 So what um, are my other bona fides? I consider it a cult. I was on a cult oh. show called Dog Bites Man for a season. Yes. That was, we, we had mentioned- a show on play called yeah. Players. On Spike for a year, um, but Improv. it's uh, it's been near and dear uh, a home to me as well. It's how it's it's circumventally through Second City and people like Brad yeah. Morris, and then and then UCB. Like it's it was a, a home to me when I moved here. I got an internship within two weeks, awesome because of Second City. And this was back when things were a little bit loosey goosey. So yeah. I ended up being an intern for fourteen months. On Tuesday nights, I would clean the this toilets. Theater? Yes, I would clean the toilets Yikes. and I would vacuum the theater. <laughs> and then I would get to watch Doug Loves Movies, Comedy Death Ray, aka Comedy Bang Bang, and then Diamond Lion Musical Improv. And you that night. That's a hot show. That's oh, a hot night. It was, man. it was like a festival every wow. Tuesday night. It was like a festival. And yeah, then, that's uh, worth the price of a toilet oh cleaning. Gosh. Yeah. And the relationships with people that I got to know and, and our friendship and I mean, you hear that, everybody? Yeah. Daniel was just in the background on well, and off camera. It he makes just me want to be a part I'm of all Well, that's kind of what you want to be, yeah. Because it, it is like best. Comedy Death Ray doing their show helped that theater start out in a way. Like, you know, they were, oh, cool. Yeah. They were sure. cool enough. Yeah. Those they were an M bar. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool to see how things grow organically. Yeah. And all the people it connects with, like you're saying. Because right. I grew up uh, infatuated or sort of hero worshiping the kids in the hall who sure. 
I get to say something nice about their, someone's doing a documentary. But that to me was like, you saw us having fun and that looks cool. And for some reason you gravitated towards yeah. the vibe and the, the fun nature of it. And that was a sketch group that really inspired us or me personally. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. It's definitely an energy. Yeah, we snuck into their concert when they came to Chicago. Like we were really? we were deadbeats. Yeah. What if that pissed me off? What? We didn't have we didn't have <laughs> money, truthfully. Sure, yeah. Because we were broke improvisers. And uh we had convinced someone that we were with press, so we got press credentials to go. <laughs> yeah. I love that. To go into the theater. Broke this is like, this is like my spirit. confession. I don't think that's a good well, way to no, go. Well, no, you'll go through life. You'll be charged. But I feel like broke improvisers is strangely a great name for an improv troupe. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's it's also, yeah. and it's also the most relatable. And it would get shortened to broke pretty soon. Like <laughs> right. two months in, they would just be broke. Mm-hmm. And right. they could mm-hmm. be great. They might be the best team for yeah. a long run. And for right. that reason. Yeah. Because they're broke. Uh, all right, you want to go? Should we go to the letters? Let's go to the letters. <sighs> I feel like we're a morning zoo radio. Does that sound anything like the Chicago Bulls guy when yes, they started? That, that was very Did good. The, yeah, yeah. You felt that? At six six. Michael North. Buffer. Michael Buffer came out for the Rams Bears game. I was disappointed. Because I saw that. I feel like if that guy came out in Chicago, and this is totally a stereotype, who, who people is would that? boo him. The, let's get <laughs> ready to rub. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. Buffer, right? <laughs> yeah, they just want they Jim Cornelius. In. Or just like sing the flag, sing the flag out. Let's yeah, have yeah, a flyover. Let's yeah, play right. fl- I don't need Michael Buff. Like, this is a football game, gentlemen. <laughs> right? Yes, I'm with you. I was a little weirded out, and it was also. Chicago would be like, they wouldn't like that we'll get, pomp of it. They'd be like, yeah. just jig off. Let me get it this yeah. guy. Just start the goddamn <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. ready to rumble. I'm ready to play football, guys. Play some football. <laughs> Is there going to be a gorilla on a trampoline next dunking on a half-court rim? (laughs) The fuck circus time is this? Let's go play Bears defense. The Chicago version, they just bring out an uncle in an ill-fitting blazer to be like, all right, let's go. All right, here it is. (laughs) I was like, all right, here it is. The The fan celebrity in the section where my dad would take me was a guy called Rocky who would take his shirt off and get naked in the winter. No. And he was just ha- he was just a hammered guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, the, they would play Rocky and the whole stadium would turn to that section and you'd really? see this big fireman guy. That's not talked bah, about bah, 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 enough, bah. the fan celebrity. Because I think yeah. every team in every sport in every venue has, has the guy one. who's in like Duke I, I, I bet Jim Underdown plays guy. fireman from our old yeah, podcast. Jim Underdown plays fireman Pete based on yeah. the fire, well, the fireman that sat in front of us at every yeah. Bear game. Yeah. I no, I bet. And, uh, yeah, every college, I bet. Has, I bet even like yeah, every the Jets small, guy. There's small. a Jets yeah, there's guy. A jet. And the bear guy yeah. is the guy with the the new the, the, the new official bear guy, bear yeah, guy yeah. is the bear guy with the actual like bear's head. Yeah, and he's that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the Raiders the, have like an it's uh, like the Raiders are wa- they a lot have like of 100. ornamentation yeah. with those it's, like it's in every, motorcycle the, gang looking getups. You know, like the insurrection had shaman guy. Like every event has the guy that's going to be the thing. We love a mascot. No matter the setting, we love Even a the insurrection had a mascot. Yeah. God, that's <laughs> insane to think about. <laughs> put a pin in that. Put a pin new, in that, guys. That's my new hour. Um, uh, here do you want to go or you want me to go? I'm going to go. Okay. This one is entitled Cosmic Twins or Just Projecting. Okay. Uh, here we go. Hi, Rory and Daniel. Ugh. You don't like that? What else does it say? It says reverse alphabetical. So what does that mean? I'm more important. No. They were willing to go against the They, they know that they had to flip it because they it They put my be. name first, and that's what's important. <laughs> is this an ongoing conversation? You can tell. It's, it, it will always. It's unending. 
This starts off heavy, but gets lighter. Like me. Yeah. Back in May, my cousin, let's call him Jay, took his own life after many years struggling with sobriety, depression, and bipolar disorder. He was 30, five years older than me, and someone I was close close with when we were young kids. I really looked up to him at at that time. I never had an older brother, and he was someone I saw that way. There were certain things I inherited from him directly, like hand-me-down t-shirts, old PlayStation games, favorite athletes, taste in music. There were other things that were tied to the gene pool. We had the same build and certain affectations we shared and other things that fall somewhere between just like a similar sense of humor and the way we both interacted with our family. We grew apart mainly because in his late teen years, he started distancing himself from our family and getting involved with hard drugs. And over the last few years, I saw him once or twice a year. That being said, because of the above similarities, I always felt closer to him than my siblings did, something we never really discussed until after he passed away. I had a really hard time losing him, and in processing my grief, I came to realize that part of what was so difficult was that I saw a lot of myself in him and vice versa. There are other people in my life I feel this way about, not necessarily people who are as closely related, but people who I innately feel I share something with. Some are childhood friends who just for some reason, probably a mix of background, shared sense of humor, shared cultural references, feel like they are cosmically related to me. Others who I know even less, like a high school English teacher, a summer camp counselor, some girl who is in my discussion section in a college class, a client I work with from time to time, even just a stranger I've spoken to at a concert who just somehow seemed to be on my wavelength in such a way. They pop up in my mind from time to time, and I think about myself in their shoes, emphasize with them, etc. Is there anyone in your life who you see as a double somehow? Someone you compare yourself to who just seems to see the universe the same way that you do, but you might not be close to at all, or even really know them. Should I invite all these people to one dinner party? Your pal, not using uh, the name, the name, but uh, your pal, Dino. First of all, condolences on the loss of the cousin. Absolutely. Yeah, right, right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, but tragic, all, but, but sure. what I like is that in the... At least in the context of this letter, Dino is saying that, yes, that's very, very sad. But what I more want to focus on is the connection that I had with that person, which yeah. is which is really kind of nice because then that never that'll never fade. You'll always have like what existed between the two of you in yeah. that time and space, whether it was through the sadness of uh, suicide or the sadness of, of any sort of tragic like, it, loss. It feels like person. a very mature way to uh, to process the the grief. Um, something that I think. In similar to that, that kind of jumped out at me about this is that I had a best friend in college who Rick, who I've talked about yeah. on this show, who passed away in uh, in 2018. And I the, the the having someone that you just cosmically feel like you almost you have something more than than maybe uh, just a friendship or or just you know oh you just know each other or you hang out like there's something that a bond I felt that. Uh, with him. And right. I have to say, losing him, you do feel like you've sort of lost this uh, person that you can go to who just when you say one thing, they get it. They right. know how to reply. They right. kind of know you so well, they know what you need when well, you, you need we it. All, kind of thing. Don't you think, Matt, you can answer this. Obviously, we, would love, we want you to. But don't you think we all, oper- we all, I don't know if this is hokey, but we all operate on frequencies. Like there is some vibration rate that we're all on, and you yeah. find people that are. Co- are similar or maybe exactly or very close. And that's how you either have romantic involvement with that person 
or in the case of like UCB and creative people outside creatively. of that floor yeah. that you are like, oh, we're, we sync up here for like, how, <laughs> right. and so I think that like, that is a, a real thing, like that you just kind of can meet someone at a concert or a water park or college or a girlfriend or a boyfriend and, and just really instantly just feel a like, oh, uh, our favorite book, 112263, sure, you feel yeah. a harmonizing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Wouldn't you love it if the other siblings in that family were like offended by that? They're like, no, I thought I was closer to him. <laughs> like, they, it's, it's strangely <laughs> competitive. Yeah. He's like, I'll write the letter first to, let, to really establish he that was like I a was the closest. Like, um, everybody <laughs> felt like, I'm doing the eulogy. I'm doing the eulogy. I'm doing wow, it. that's petty. I'm hey, doing hey, it. That's small. That's small. That's, that's so making small it about you. you. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about how I'm him and he's me. Obviously, we're we're yeah, joking. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> too soon. No, but uh, but I I know what you mean. I, like in that terms of creativity, I feel like you must have to, to try to find it all all the time. And anything that you get into is trying to get on that wavelength with somebody. I think about it with acting yeah. too. When you find out two people were acting in something, and you're like, "Fuck, they were so good," and you go, "They hated each other." And you're almost like that is magical, isn't what? it? Yeah, that's I, wild. I can't understand it. Well, that's a profession. Like you are, you know, like you. At some point, you can just think about crying, and the audience could see you as crying. You know what I mean? Like right. it's kind of the way you're framed that tells a story, obviously. Yeah. But in terms of like the depth of meeting someone and having a an instant like joy or mm -hmm. harmonizing, like I have like people in my life that I've felt that right away and uh some i don't keep in touch with like I, I i hear that in the story too like they didn't always keep in touch and obviously he yeah he struggled with like you know uh sounds like bipolar and and alcohol mm -hmm. and that's a that's a wild ride too and the person in my life who passed is a buddy of mine Gigi, and we were like he was an incredible athlete like he was yeah. a fierce animal of an athlete who's so good and and we used to play backyard sports together and sometimes we'd end up in a fight or like and he would put me in a headlock and i'd be like fuck you and right. you know what i mean like stupid yeah. but right. and i'm not that great of an athlete he was a great athlete but long story short he rec not recently 10 years ago took his own life and the way we interacted like our, our interactions at that point were so irregular. Like it, it really did traumatize me, but it there was some distance and also the way our pattern of relationship had been established. Like he was kind of like a cowboy. Like yeah. I could call him after two and a half years of not talking and instantly be that close to him. Yes. Instantly. Yeah. Isn't that the best? And he never worried. Like he wasn't, he was kind of a terrible <laughs> friend because I would tease him like, you're like, I'm always the one who's connecting by the way here. Like, yeah. he's like, shut up or whatever. But he was <laughs> right. sincere and would yeah. do anything for me. And we happened to see each other. His kids came down, they were cheerleaders and they, they had a competition in Long Beach or something. So yeah. <laughs> right. But so I think part of that too is like the regularity with which you expect, like the suddenness of the death is what gives you the sense of tragedy in those moments. But if it's, you know, I don't know. It's it's it, but it is true. Like I feel the same thing. Like I have a certain depth with people in my life, like instantly. Yeah. And I guess I call it depth or something. There's something there. Can I can I ask you that relationship specifically and, and speaking into the the one that I was just talking about, did you feel like you understood that connection and how important it was to you before he passed away or did and I I stayed as someone who sort of experienced both. Like my friend I knew I was like, this is something special, but it wasn't until he was gone and no longer uh, accessible, mm -hmm. you know, as as someone you, you love uh, 
you almost then realize like, oh, it was actually so much more. And I almost, for me personally, felt foolish to go, I didn't, why did I not see how great and important this was to me uh, before he passed? And and that's coming from someone who who still treated it that way before yeah. he passed, but it's not, it's like I wasn't aware of it. Did you feel like that sort of, once he passed away, you were like, oh shit, this is, this was more than I, than I even could, could see at the time. I think at that point we were like independently living, but like, I think we met at a Vegas like bachelor party for a friend or something. So in the way that we were satellite lives, like I feel like we had, we had moments, like I remember getting hammered and like say, I love you, man. I mean that sure, yeah. like fucking yeah. tears and yes, little, yeah. but, but sincere right. and, and vulnerable in a real way. But there were other guys in the group too, who, who we had that camaraderie. I had like five buddies who were like, we rolled deep in high school and we yeah. were pretty tight for a while. You know, it was yeah. lovely. I love that. Yeah, it was lovely. Yeah. And so he was one of those guys. And so I don't know, like, I guess in any relationship, he was significant, but in a way, if I said one more time, like, Hey man, I love you. He's like, what do you, what, <laughs> what, <laughs> what is it? What? Right. He's like, know. what do you need? I too. I know. I know. <laughs> I love you too. I guess it's like, so I don't linger in that. For sure. whatever reason, yeah, sure. I'm free of that. Right. I, I kind of wonder that, too. I wish I could follow up and ask that. Like, did you, Do you feel like all those things that you say about that sort of feeling like almost like that person was sort of a twin, if that was sort of prevalent before that person passed away, or if it's stuff that you notice uh, after they're, they're gone? Yeah. I would assume much of it was observed while that person was living. It sounds like they had a lot of interconnectedness throughout their lives. And towards the end, there was not, there was a bit more distance. So distance, yeah. I would think like in the corniest ways, like it's because of, what was it? Maya Angelou said, they don't, she, they don't remember what you say, but they'll remember how you make them feel. It's like these people who make us feel these things, you carry it when you get nostalgic for your dad, my dad passed. Like right. it sort of lives on in a cool way. If you can like, you know, cause you have this wonderful appreciation for them. And it is a loss, so it is, like you said at the top, it's a terrible loss, but it's also like they do live on. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you guys have any family members that you feel like it's a double? Because I have a cousin, and we are born 10 days apart, and we, were, we had extremely similar lives yeah. up until our 20s. And then now, when I, we do our family reunion every year, and I see that cousin... His life is so wildly different than mine. Yeah, and uh, and do you find yourself he, that you're just in the background of his life? Yeah, but but as long as I get my voucher, like I'm fine. Like I, I'm just What's the to, voucher, like a SAG voucher <laughs> for what lunch or something? No, no, I need to. You got to get your vouchers to join SAG. You guys oh, don't okay. know this because you would never did. Backgrounds. We don't do BG. Uh, we haven't. Um, but uh, like it's it's interesting because he kind of he went through some rough times and and now things are like really good for. Him, but it was always such a odd is litmus test the wrong that's is that the wrong thing where you're kind of like look how two things yeah that's not the right that's thing. not I the right what it is but it's like we were kind of on the same path for so much of our lives and, and then, then just saw it in like the I, road kind of yeah thing. i kind of got to see like oh that's what if i had gone a different way or not had the same passions that i had or something like that like we would have been different but i, I always kind of felt like we were mirrors of each other for yeah. a lot of our so lives did he, yeah, did you keep in touch or the lives I only splitting? see him once a year at the family reunion and it's very uh emotionally intense for me like i'm i i give him a very sincere hug and i i love him and i want to hear Check how his in. life is Check going in. and everything yeah, like that great. but then his life and my life are just so wildly different but i'll kind of always feel like oh i could have 
I could be where you are doing and none of that I'm saying with any negativity. It's just sure. such a different path. Does this this is a cousin? Yeah. Does this did this cousin have aspirations to be an entertainer, a funny person, no. actor in any way? No. No. None. Okay. No. But you know, but you know, it's everything like before that when you would like spend two weeks at each other's house oh, in the summer the and watch RoboCop and like that's the best. Yeah, and there was nothing. It's always, it's that scene in Stand by Me, which I've referenced once or twice before, where only, they're like only once before. We knew exactly who we were and exactly what we well, wanted to be. Well, I would say your lives aren't that different. Ultimately, they're really not. Like it yeah. is. Like you're you're traveling a lot and you're like in the L.A. Hollywood game. Right, but, right. But I'm sure like. I had a cousin similar, but he kind of was a secret actor, so we would bond over that oh, too. Really? I have a couple cousins who I was instantly close. So, but I I did enjoy Wait, like what is he a did secret actor. Well, I, he was. Not Are you saying porn? <laughs> You're saying he does porn? No. <laughs> that's not. I have secret. a cousin. Actually, that's the. It's not a porn. I'm very open. <laughs> that's the most exposed. Somewhere, acting. That's a, it's a gape. Yeah. I- <laughs> so for this. Background artist gig. You'll be a secret actor. You'll get naked and do these cocaine pills, and then you'll just see what happens when this beautiful other person comes. Do you mean it was? And we're going to film this. A passion for him that he didn't really. uh, I think he didn't allow himself in the way that, like a Chicago, he was a Southside guy, rugby player, very tough. But I think like the arts. I know it's true in some whatever. It's yeah. almost like the Rudy Steel Mill mentality. Yeah, yeah, like, what yeah. are you going into theater? You, yeah. put, like, you don't buy makeup. That's for women. Right. Like you right. don't buy. You're wearing a wig. All right. Right. Yeah. Right, we yeah. got to sit down a little right. bit. Yeah. Here. Right. What's I going think, on? Yeah. So yeah. I think that machismo or whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. In some ways, not that he would have done much, but so I always enjoyed checking in because he did a couple plays, and uh-huh. I was like, "How was it? Yeah. I think it's cool. You know. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, so I'm sure there are things in your cousin's life that are like that, that you both shared a passion for. For sure. Also, I think it's interesting, like even in us, Rory, like how many times have we found out how much experiences or just almost to a crazy level, things mirrored and then we kind of ended up in the same place. We talked about this on an episode maybe two years ago that like if past lives is a real thing, right? Like if that happens, who's to say that this person who is your best friend in this life wasn't, wasn't your yeah. wife or your husband or your brother or your sister in, or your parent in a past life. And so maybe sure. there's something that draws people together that's bigger than what we even know. It's more of like an energy thing yeah. that like syncs it up. Like when you think about the road that you started on and the road that I started on, we both faced loss very early on. Yeah. And then we both had Aunt Connie's and they both made us elf costumes <laughs> on the same exact Halloween at the same time. We're born 24 hours apart. Right, like, right. That that sometimes there are just there are things in your life to be like oh I think I was kind of met like I remember meeting you and being like oh I and I'm gonna be honest you were well into comedy but I was very unfamiliar with the comedy so yeah. I was not a fan yeah I met you and I was like I I I am also like this what if we just blank I mean we just did Denver where every night we were like challenging each other to do dumb shit on stage right. just for us. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and some people would be like, I'm not going to fuck up my set like that. And I would never fault those people for it that way. But yeah. you and I are like, yeah, I'll see how many times I can say that. 
<laughs> right? Just for fun. Daniel, on the first show, he goes, go out there and five times you have to ask the crowd if they're ready to have some fun tonight. <laughs> and I did it. I did it. Were to, you burying it? No, so or he led going with it? five times I, right away. So I didn't realize that Daniel sort of saw the rules as five times in a row. Right. Okay. So I did it like two and a half and I meant to close with like two, two and more. a half more and I yeah. totally forgot. And right. he goes, I'll do it. He was so, he was so like the a second night we talked about it again Rory went up before me and I said ask him ask where, him, we, where going? are we going where after are we going this? after this and so Rory gets out there and completely forgets he doesn't remember till he walks backstage and sees me waiting to go up and he's like fuck I forgot yeah. and I go I'll do it myself so I go up there and I say where are we going after this nine times in a row <laughs> so much so that after the show people are like are, is there really a place where everybody's going yeah, you after covered this? my five for me I tried to. yeah um, but yeah, but I think that there is a, there, that's a, we do this show yeah. and this type of yeah. show and enjoy the type of things and, and promote each other's ideas and, and bits and stuff because we have some of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then yeah. Matt, even when the first time I did Bear Down, I was like, oh, I can, I enjoy sitting in the goofy, uh, fun comedy that Scott and Matt and Brad Morris and, and Nunez and, and all of those guys do like you we find that a lot creatively i think because we're kind of putting that out there and then it's a, such a collaborative but it also happens in life i mean I'm sure there's people that like they they work at a factory and they're like oh i just love being on that person's shift yeah yeah because we work i think maybe you find it in whatever situation you're you're in but i to close i yeah, have yeah. A, i have a question to pose the, to the two of you the same question um you cannot knowing, have my password to my atm what is, what is it <laughs> oh is it four numbers? <laughs> I'm gonna start. Can there. I guess? Is it four numbers? Can I guess? It's Let me five guess and a on air. Um, I I'm curious. You know, you there's so many people. For the sake of what we all do, we work in entertainment. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you come across people all the time that that you know sort of come from a similar place in a lot of different uh, categories of your life, and so you feel their energy, and you start to realize that some people it's just an energy that you're uh, you're connecting to. Have you ever had an experience where you've noticed that there was someone who was so wildly different from you in terms of yes. their maybe how they are religiously or politically or just even who they are, and yet you still felt some like connection oh. of like, oh, I still there is still this vibe where I do understand this per or you know, it's not just, oh, we're similar in all these things. So, of course, maybe we have similar sure, tastes, but sure. actually wildly different and still feel that. Like a harmonizing despite opposite despite interests. Despite being or very different in the, you know, cliche categories of our existence of like, well, what do you believe for the afterlife? And what do you right. believe politically? And how do you think kids should be raised? Like completely opposite of you, but yet still feel like, oh, we maybe know each other somehow. Well, I don't like... I thought about this with like I don't we don't need, I don't want to go too far down this road, but I thought about this with like the Conways, yeah, uh, Kellyanne and her husband. Mm -hmm. But then I, I just we're come, always thinking and talking about that. But I but I imagine that <laughs> George, yes, yes. Okay. But I think to myself, I go, well, that's just all. It's all a grift. Like they don't even they're just both maximizing out playing both sides of a thing to like have whatever house they want. Like um, like a lot of that, I'm like, it's all a grift anyway. Like, right. Yeah. But like, um, I don't know that there's man. That's a why do you or do you do you have somebody that you're like man i don't get along with that guy at all, but man do i enjoy being well, around them well i suspect that you can in the way that you talked about the movies earlier like i can't believe that that worked or whatever like somebody there's an energy to somebody 
And then I've been in movies where I'm like, I don't, even, I don't feel any, I'm not getting anything on this side of the scene. And then you see the movie and that's maybe my ego or something, but yeah. truthfully, like observing something, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not really feeling this scene. Right. And then that person's amazing in the movie. I've seen yeah. that. Yeah. So I think it happens. So that does happen. It also happens in like, I was, I, I went to a bar to watch the bears and there was this loud Pittsburgh fan next to me. We had nothing in common sure. is my point. Yeah. But at some point I'm like, this is a good season, though, right? I mean, come on, football. It's nice to have football back. I mean, we're vaccinated <laughs> yeah. and we're back, right? Come yeah. on. Like, I found a way in. Wait, and, and did it? Did it? It turned out okay. Like, no, yeah. but I didn't want to talk to her too much. Let me get you a beer. <laughs> no, I didn't want to talk to her too much, <laughs> right? Because she was someone's grandma, and she had like a walking stick, and she would get up when Pittsburgh scored, and she was kind of bumming everybody out at the place, like, <laughs> "Go Steelers, go, go Steelers, go!" And everybody's like, "Shut, Shut up." But she was bit, also but there a certain age where you're like, yes, they were harsh it. shushing. Right, 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 yeah, right, yeah. right. It wasn't harsh, but it was still funny. Yeah. And somehow she locked eyes with me at one moment. I'm like, this is a train running at me. <laughs> yeah. So I had to navigate some common ground. <laughs> so I think you can often navigate common ground. She locked eyes. She goes, I'm going to fuck you up. You're like, ma'am, isn't, okay. can we just be happy the season is back? Well, she started to get into <laughs> politics. I'm like, no, no I don't want to. No, like, no. We don't need this. No. Yeah, that guy, that's a conspiracy. You know that, right? I'm like, whatever. Like, <laughs> no, you just kept going, football's back. Let's just have football. Can we just watch these beer? guys get CT? Yeah, and can we love just it watch that? I think I said, I said, events like this, like the country celebrating a football game, sure. can affect much more change than politics. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she and hit you with her just stick. Just turned around and tried to. And uh, she just looked at you, and she flicked you off, and she goes, "Steeler Nation for life." And you were like, "All and right." Then lit a yellow. menthol cigarette indoors, <laughs> indoors in Los Angeles, indoors. And said, "Let's go, Steelers." <laughs> yeah, she goes, "Deer Hunters, my favorite movie." Then got on a motorcycle with a deer strapped on the back of it. Um, Dino, <sighs> thank you so much uh, for this letter. Thank yes. you for the vulnerability. Uh, thank you for yes. letting us, um, you know, Appreciate kind that. of do our, uh, our have our jackassery mm -hmm. way with uh, with uh, this letter and, and let you know kind of what we think. As we always say, we are not professionals in any way whatsoever, but we hope maybe we uh, we put a smile on your face with it. Uh, so thank you so much. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Rory Scovel, Daniel Van Kirk, and Matt Walsh. And we're back, back folks. in the saddle again. again. <laughs> it's a good I time. I love Aerosmith. Such an Aerosmith. Matt, you have a show. You have a podcast. Tim Simons and I are doing a Veep rewatch podcast called Second in Command. Ooh. And, uh, yeah. When did, has it, it has. It no, has, it'll drop in. Do we say drop? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it'll drop in October, some okay. point, middle of October. Will you? In a place called Cast. Can I ask you, is your guys' mm -hmm. plan to do like. Do you watch, like, do you bank or do, are you trying We're to- We're starting to bank. We're going to do, but it's much less ambitious than like, there's only like 68 episodes, I think, for seven years. Sure. So it's not crazy, like Yeah, what did you guys 200. do a season? We did 10 on the reg. The first season might have been, I forget. Eight? No, maybe first season was 10, then the last season, six or seven. I don't know. There, was, there was two irregular seasons. Everybody's going to get to hear you talk about living in Baltimore and going to a movie every single day. That was true. Yeah. yeah. I would brag about that. That yeah. was like luxury. 
Yeah, but I think it's more interesting once, than that. Too. I think you told me once that there's like a year and a half or two years worth of movies where you saw every single thing that came out. Garbage movies. You just yeah. went. Because it was like downstairs. Because right? you would I don't work. Wanna, you're going to talk about be, this. I don't yeah. want to steal your yeah, stories. You no, I, it's good fodder because the memory is a funny thing. Like you don't, like our first episode, we got a memory expert and, and we said, can we be reliable narrators? And then she gave us how memory works. So we did a deep dive on how we encode <laughs> memories. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, it was that's cool. Like, so it's also fun that, that way. Yeah, it's also fun that way good to just Lord. like indulge any curiosity we have. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you've ever been in that you didn't watch? Oh my God, so much. Really? Isn't that crazy? So much. Like, Isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah, I feel like I've been in several documentaries I've never seen or uh, for, off the top of my head. I, I've been in things. TV shows that Isn't I never watched when they aired. Isn't there a Close Doc coming out? There is. A, that's a good one. I'm yeah. actually, I am. I have a small part in that, but it's a good one. I assume, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a good I one. I think it, she it, did it, a good job. Looks, Heather, Heather Ross made it. It's a good oh, one. Oh, really? Yeah, her yeah. and uh, I forget her partner. Jack? Okay. Yeah, I Apologies. think I saw, I saw a trailer for it. I was yeah. like, oh, this looks... That's a good one. I I haven't even been in that many things, and there's things I haven't seen myself in. And it, feels, and it feels crazy. Why? But also, I don't feel compelled to try to see it. Do you know what I mean? But I don't think it's crazy, I guess is what I I'm know. saying. I think, I think when someone told me at one point, and this is forever ago, and they were like, Johnny Depp doesn't watch any of the things he's done. I was always like, well, that's crazy. Don't you want to see like what it turned into? And then at some point, but he was like... that's the other extreme, to not watch anything. Yeah, like yeah, if you yeah. endeavored your life for a year and a half in the Bahamas to make this crazy pirate movie, you're not going to look at it once? Like that's stupid. Right. Do you right. th His first movie was... For, uh, and we wanted you to come on to talk about Johnny Depp. His first movie to. was Nightmare Oddly on Elm enough, Street. we put Tim's head... <laughs> Can I just tell you one joke we did? Of course. Yes. On the podcast, because we have video cast too, the producer made, like they do on NBA wrap-up show, they put the Tim's head <laughs> on Johnny Depp at a red carpet, okay? And Johnny Depp at a red carpet had like two scarves, of course, of course. chain wallet, 80,000 bracelets, bracelets. Yeah, it's like bracelets. Keith Richards' world, yeah. but Tim's head. So it looked kind of good. And so before the show, we queued it up and I told Tim, because Tim used to rock a chain wallet. Okay, yeah. And I was teasing him a little bit. Like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's unfair to, Tim's a wonderful guy, but it's unfair to pick one fashion accessory. <laughs> and like, let's talk about the chain yeah, wallet. Yeah, yeah. So I was poking about the chain wallet. I'm like, yeah. you, wore, you actually wore it to a red carpet. He's like, I never wore a red carpet chain wallet ever. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Pull up the photo. What and then is he's this? like, oh, that's he was like, so great. And he loved it. He was so surprised, yeah. but for a minute, he was like, is that me? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, wait, I've oh, never wore a bandana. So yes. good. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. That's great. Um, what is the, the name of that podcast? Second in command, which is the name of the uh production company that made veep actually oh, yeah. when they had the parking signs yeah, you had, yeah i yeah. mean obviously with ucb and like all the roles and everything that you have done but like that character of mike like did it how did it feel to go back and not only like talk about the shows themselves but talk about oh this was the start of a huge thing that would become such a big part of my life like i mean yeah that's yeah. that's kind of like, crazy did it feel like how did it feel to go back and start to get yourself back in that headspace of like yeah i remember when we got to baltimore and i remember looking at because you told didn't you guys do like did you do 72 pages yeah a, there were scripts day? or there were 72 pages but, but i don't you remember do an insane that. amount of days once there are some like, pages in a day i think they did a record like 52 pages one day when we were filming with alice and janney but that's oh like my God. second season in and uh we're still in the first season i call people as resources like there's an associate producer callie who like who was like living in baltimore yeah. with yeah arm the creator and the first writer so we went through the pilot in a couple in a second episode so far so 
it's slow going, but I do use people as a resource. And then we try to get people like Tony and we'll come mm -hmm. on and he'll help me. Cause once he remembers something or you yeah. point out the movie thing, I'm like, Oh, okay. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Because you can't remember so much of it. And then try to watch the episode right before, like yeah. do your homework, yeah. pull some good insults out and then <laughs> uh, try to think of any conversation that can come out of that yeah. episode. Like try to do justice to the fans of the show who want to know something interesting about the making of that particular moment. And also we're trying to provide context, what was going on with the nation. Cause the writers would spend a summer talking to politicians mm -hmm. yeah. during the budget crisis or mm -hmm. during like Libya. So yeah. we, that we're sort of like trying to give a context for the moment in which the writers were meeting. Yeah. Oh, so, I cannot wait to watch. So this. trying to be like, or listen to it, uh, give respect in the mm -hmm. best way, you mm -hmm. know, a little bit. Well, also, yeah. uh, for our pennies and pallers to put that in perspective, to do 50 something pages in a day, when a normal day is like, what, maybe 10? Maybe 10. Depends on your shoot. Depends yeah, on what movie day. Like what a movie day, day is like, like what, seven. Yeah. Yeah. I, was about to say. I think you had told, we talked about it right after you did it, and you're like, well, we had the advantage of it was a lot of like talking head news stuff, so yeah. we could switch out really, really fast. So there wasn't a ton of like camera moving. Yeah. But the pages still is, that's, that's insane. insane. That's so insane. That's true. That's yeah. true. There were a lot of sort of talking head to camera moments. So that did make it more efficient. They also would string longer scenes together. Like theatrically, you would go across because the first season lived in her office. Mm -hmm. And then you'd go across the hall and Mike had a bullpen at the end. And Jonah would always come in with news. But we would do these like. I don't know, 11 page scenes that were just live the whole time and camera guys riding us. So they did long takes too. Yeah. So that was interesting. See, yeah. and, and I like, that. I love the show, but this is the stuff I can't wait for like memories like that for you to get unlocked and for like you intend to talk about that stuff. And yeah. it's that fine line because you guys have a wonderful uh, idea for a podcast too because you want to give credit to the idea and then you just want to have fun. Like you yes. just want to like Absolutely. keep it as low stakes as possible so you can be fun and yeah. And, and but also yeah. Speaking of well, that's, that's going to be October. That yeah, that's going to be second, second in, command. in command. Second in command. So Love check it. that out. All right, should we do this? Let's do it. Okay, <laughs> this is a letter that was handed to us. So how great when we did the Denver show? Yeah, obviously being back on stage together, the first one we had done Felt since amazing. Weekend of Tuxes Two. That's right, part two with David Jacobs. David Jacoby. It was our first one since then, so February yeah. 2020 until. September 2021. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, like getting to say hi to Pennies yeah. and Pallers. And remember the to woman who told people. us that her son got circumcised at 16? Yeah. And then she wanted to tell us the whole story. We're like, no, send it in. Yeah. Still haven't gotten that hears, letter. I hope she, I hope she does too. Because we're still waiting for we're that We're challenging you to But send I got us handed this one. I'm going to read it. Yep. Speaking Here of having fun. Handed. Is, yes. Really? I love it. So yep. we get some snail mail. We do have a P.O. box. Daniel, off the top of your head, what is that P.O. box? Hollywood, California. All right, okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't know either. Oh, okay. I remembered the well, last how address. Do you, but that was handed. This was handed. This okay. was handed at a show. Us. At the show? Yes, yeah. after the show. Okay. And I remember mm. meeting this person. They brought like four other people with them. Yep. Um, they were growing the show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You'll remember them too. We read this. This is Got a it. great fun letter. Great. It's a great little short letter to wrap up today. Here, here we go. go. <sighs> Dear Rory and Daniel. Hold on. Did they write that sort of exhale you just did? That was very sexual. Ugh. No. <laughs> no. There's own. no descriptive text for that. It was Could you just read it a little drier? Don't infuse it with so many acting <laughs> moments. Yep. Because you're sort of mischaracterized. Pull Unless you've rehearsed bit. it. Pull it back. Unless you've rehearsed it. Well, he, did, right, he did meet this person, so maybe he's like, they were. I didn't open this, this until right before we started. All right. Here we really? go. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you want to see who it's addressed? I remember this. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. 
Dear Rory and Daniel, I can't. It's wrong. I've had this trip booked for a year to stop and see my brother and his wife in, in Colorado on my way to a COVID postponed wedding in Santa Fe, all to discover the day before I got here that my pals would be here as well. And man, does that go a ways in making up for a subpar 2020. Love you guys and pumped to be belting out the anthem. We'll be a paller someday. Just started this ride in August, but I get it. Walk me through a best day ever lived or fantastical missing, missing, missing you. I can't, I don't know what it says. Missing you, your penny, Matt. What does that say at the very end? Missing you, missing you all missing you, wishing you well. That makes way more sense. Yeah. But doesn't it look like a W-A-L? Nope. Stop. Don't be mean. <laughs> I thought it was cute that he called <laughs> himself that, a You're penny doing pal. that for these pennies and palers, and then they wonder, like, why did Rory treat him like that? And then they wonder, they're like, and then someday when we break up, they're going to go, if you go back and listen if to the Matt Walsh back, episode, the Matt you can Walsh hear episode. the early days. <laughs> Wishing you well, your penny, Matt. And how great is this postcard? Looks uh, vintage or no? It does look vintage, right? Vintage it's not. but modern yeah. photo. Well, that's isn't that Portland in a nutshell? Which is what that is. That's Portland? Yeah. It looks like There's Europe. another little thing in here. Here we go. How do you know that's Portland? Because it came in. Anthrax. Yeah. That's a joke, right? <laughs> no. It came kidding. in a little thing that said Stump, Stump Town. Town. Yeah. Oh, Printers. yeah. It says it on the back. Yes. The Broadway Bridge. And, and uh, they are from Portland. Thanks so much, Matt. Okay, guys. Okay, here we go. Best day lived, fantastical or otherwise. Like your best day. Yeah, you don't have to figure it all right now. I know that at least for one, if I'll not give both, a short you, example. Here's yes. here's my here's oh, my criteria. No, no, no. Oh. I want to give you. I want to hear your example. But here's criteria. my criteria. You have as much time as you need. Okay. Try to keep it though within twenty four. Okay. But oh. you will you will not get tired. Okay. So if you're like if you you know they always talk about that crazy. Mine's real. So, so mine already day. happened. Yeah. Oh, you already have it. Oh, I like this. Okay, you go. I mean, I have several. Go, Matt. Um. When I was a kid, we got left at the swimming pool, and then it turned dark, and my buddy Mike Schmidt's mom never came to pick us up. And we were in a neighborhood. How old? I don't know. Public seven, swimming pool? eight public swimming pool, so several miles away. Definitely not at an age and it was, where you could make. This. And we had to bum a quarter to get a coin to find somebody else's mom, and we were getting scared. Yeah. And it was not cool. And uh, wow. Yes, this is true. And so, long story short, about an hour. Into the dark, we got Brian's mom, and she picked us up, and she was mad. And (laughs) later that night after dinner, we all came out, and we survived, A, because we were truly scared, like, stand by by me scared for whatever reason. Whatever reason. Yes. Right. No adult around. Yeah. No supervision. Strangers. No one was hostile. Yeah. Right. But, but that's probably the first time you were in a, oh, I'm in charge of yes, myself Yes, there was moment. no yes. hovering yeah. parent right. anywhere. Right. There, there was, was no kind of nice hands. people around yeah. that we probably could have gone to. but And we all came out and we all individually, separately had ice cream cones. Like our parents that day, because it was the summer, yeah. were giving ice cream cones for dessert to the yeah. kids. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, this is the best day ever. Yeah. And meant it. Yeah. And meant it. Yeah. Oh, so I thought that was like a true small best day yeah. ever like, can as I ask, a kid. Did all the parents come down on that <laughs> mom? Were they like, what the fuck is wrong there was with some, you? There was some, uh, she was, uh, she, there was some uh, drinking in that life. <laughs> sure. 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 Yeah. She yeah. was, uh, yeah, I think it was a little, but it didn't. Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah, but that's I an interesting so scared. It I was. It so was like scared. a true scare. And then to have it wrap it up with like, all of us are having ice cream at the same time. Like, yeah. this is yeah. like the yeah, best yeah. day ever. And then the other thing it makes me think of is we were at a farmer's market in Santa Monica. And similarly, a young girl said to this group of three or four other kids she was playing with, she's like, we all just met. And now we're like best friends. Like, when does that ever happen? Mm-hmm. And she literally she meant, meant it, it in that same way of like, this is the best day ever. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. really experiencing that. God, that's so sweet. And it was yes. such like a real, well, and it's also hyperbole a little of bit. Course. Cause she's a, te- she might've been a teenager. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 She might've been a teenager. So right. it's a little bit of hyperbole, but also but probably she's feeling, feeling those it. endorphins. She's feeling so it. Much. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you have Those one, or what would be one if you created it? I'm, I'm, I'm going through. Uh, I don't know. Do you have one? I think, yeah. I is think yours, is it yours real or fantastical? A fantastical. Okay. I mean, go I've ahead. had 24 I think, hours. Some, I mean, I think that we. We're not going on Dan's fantastical day right now, are we? Like, yes. does the clock start ticking now? Yes. And we go out the door. Yes. Yes. That's the podcast. I should have told you. <laughs> the first letter is fake. <laughs> right. That's how we rope you yeah. in. You yeah. feel like, oh, this is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. We do sort of an interactive Matt Walsh. Like this a is your life, baby. but yet it's a day Different. and it has nothing to do with your life. <laughs> <laughs> but it is called This Is Your Life. <laughs> but this thankfully, your because life. I'm living it, yeah. you're forcing me to it's, live yeah, it. Yeah, this is your, your life. Yeah. I think, I think we would leave Chicago very early to head up to the cabin. We would stop at a couple of bars along the way. Yeah. Nothing to get you into a bad spot, but just a little cocktail from yeah. the road. Yeah. Maybe stop by Ho Chunk outside the Dells and we all hit on roulette. Then we go to the cabin. We get there in the early afternoon and instantly you're just walking out to the fire pit with a cooler and we have lunch turkey sandwiches you go down to the lake and it's just perfectly lake warm days the, are just the water's crystal clear you're having one of those days you're like hey you need another drink there's a couple other people down at the lake and like we got extras you want one and of course they do but they're not looking to be in your space they're just looking to be part of the atmosphere yeah. of what you're doing yeah you hang around maybe there's the, the kids are there they're having the best day ever but everybody's you know sun blocked up nobody's going to be too tired from heat exhaustion later then you go back to the cabin and we we just like barbecue some chicken, hang out outside, light the little citronella candles, plan to do s'mores later on, walk back down to the the lake where there's a little resort and bar, have a happy hour cocktail, walk on back, and then just close it out by like playing cards and being by the fire. This is a little bit of a hybrid because this is real. Like it's I know. Fan, fantastical in terms of perfection, but you have lived the elements. But of I've that. never like st- I've done where I, we've stopped at a bar or we've stopped and gotten lunch. I've day. never like hit up like Ho Chunk. I've never tried yeah. to like do it all in one. And, you know, and the weather is going to be perfect yeah. and like play along. And that's the thing, too. Like I said, like you, you're not going to be tired because you always yeah. hear about that Southern California day where you can snowboard and ski and yeah. or in surf and like do all these things in one day and you could but i'm always like man you'd be so fucking tired yeah yeah but this in this scenario it's nobody's the vibe is always right everybody's into it yeah nobody's ever tired and also it's the cabin so if somebody's like i'm gonna take a nap then i'll be down at the lake go for it yeah yeah that to me is like a perfect day. For and sure. why roulette? I guess roulette. Why do you want because people you can to hit, hit roulette? Because otherwise we have to play blackjack for a long time to win. I and no craps. Crap. Yeah, you, you can hit crap. If you, that's what's your favorite? I was just asking your perfect day. I just because I, I just thought, what could we walk in, 
hit Throw really quick. A handful of money and yeah. get super lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like craps. roll the dice, but don't linger craps. if you guys lose. Don't linger. Don't linger. Don't linger. No, it's like, sad. Be willing and to you lose a hundred. Be willing more. to lose a hundred right. or whatever. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. roll through Wisconsin Dells and pick up some fudge if you didn't win, and then just keep heading up to yeah, the cabin. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The gambling loss fudge that makes everything feel uh, better. Yeah. They, they tell you about it. They tell you about it at, at Al-Anon. That's a good um, <clears throat> chill day. That's a classic. Uh, Wonderful day. Yeah. day. Wonderful day. Yeah. My um my dad passed away last year. Yeah. Last June. Yeah. And so this past June, uh, we decided to all go to Myrtle Beach, his favorite mm-hmm. uh, beach. And I had I, you know, we used to go for one week every summer sure. to Myrtle Beach. And as I got older, I was just like f- and, and and more traveled and had done stuff. I was like, fuck Myrtle Beach. <laughs> like it's why Myrtle Beach. So I had not been back there in quite a long time. And to be there uh, this past June, it really, it, it, it's one of those things like you sort of forget so many elements of who you used to be or how you used to feel about stuff or the things that used to give you adrenaline. Maybe that's just age where you start to come into a different version of reality where things do get heavier and a little more serious mm-hmm. and you have a little more responsibility. But it kind of reminded me then that and I, 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 of what as a kid was such a perfect day, there was a pavilion, a ride, like a amusement park kind of uh, spot in Myrtle Beach. And I remember the days when we would know, like the day we knew we were doing it that night. Mm-hmm. Like if my dad, like if we got down there on a Saturday, my dad would already be like, nah, we're not doing that until like Tuesday night. I remember like waking up that day, the whole day was just bliss, knowing that, oh, we're going to go to this place and we're going to ride rides. And so I it, I almost had a different perspective of how to enjoy the day uh, just because I would be like, no, I don't want it to get here quick. I want to know, like that thing that we are going to savor that is awesome, we're going to do at the end of the day. Like, oh, it's, 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 you know, currently that is, sure. that is eight hours from now or whatever. Right. I would just be like, great, yeah. great. Let's get, let's make it nine hours away. Yeah. Um, and I think because of that, I would love being at like the beach and then getting in the hot tub and doing the swimming pool at the, you know, the condo you're in or whatever. And, uh, and just having that day and the, and the food and eating dinner and then being like, Oh, we got to get, everyone's got to get showered up and get baths. You got to get ready. Cause we're going to the thing. Mm-hmm. And then like actually going and being there. I, I, it isn't that maybe now at 41, I would look back and go, that sounds awesome. Actually, it seems like a headache <laughs> now. But when I was in Myrtle Beach and we took uh, my daughter and, and nieces and nephews and we all, we found a place and we're like, oh my God, let's go there. Uh, we went to a place that had all the exact same rides we used to go on. The place was not updated <laughs> yeah, at all. Perfect. And it wasn't like creepy and scary. No, it's yeah. just, they were like, these rides still work. We so yep. we oil them enough, we're good to go. Right. And so my daughter rode all the rides that, that I used to used to ride. And it really put it in perspective. I was like, oh man. And even think about it just now, like, oh, that would be that in my lifetime, that was what I thought was like a perfect day. And what's so interesting to be older now and seeing it through a different lens, I just watched my daughter ride those rides. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I want this to last. If someone said that's going to be a version of eternity, I would go, Great. Well then, I think it, then I think I won. I won whatever the thing was because this right. is absolutely uh, fantastic. So yeah. yeah, it's it's something I never I didn't think about till that question was posed. But also, it sort of occurred to me in June. Sure, I just didn't think of it in this context. But yeah, as a kid, I would be jacked knowing that I think that's, that's how the day was going to close out. And then like the ride back 
after we left the park, um, the amusement park, the music my dad listened to. Was there a to, petting zoo in there where you would feed deer or anything? It was one of those I places? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. That's very Dells. Um, That's more Wisconsin Dells. Yeah. yeah deer we'd, Park. We'd all that. jump in the van. I mean, like, you know, the, at any time. I, I was one of seven kids, but at any time, there'd be like four or five of us at that, whatever that time was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, my dad, like, throwing on, like, Sade as we're Hell yeah. <laughs> in the van at night. He, on he the strip, was a smooth operator. On the strip going back to wherever we were staying. You're just like, oh, what a great, this is a great way to close it out, even though we'd make fun of him for what we were listening to. But don't you think, Rory, <laughs> and, and Matt, we've never talked about this, but I, it's something Rory and I have identified in ourselves a lot over the course of doing this show, is like that that we have a, 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 tr- a, a true appreciation of really wanting to like sit in a great moment or create a great day. Like when we did, when we did Petaluma, yeah. as much as we couldn't look forward, we were, or couldn't look forward, we were so much looking forward to doing the live pen pals as much a lot of that was also about you being like we're gonna get a house and then we're gonna like float the river and then we'll go get a nice dinner and then we'll walk around this little square and we'll get some ice cream afterwards yeah and um that we really you and i kind of deliberately almost always want those moments to happen and i think that it's such a joy to be able to in the moment and I think it probably happens as we get more and more older to realize when you're in one of those days yeah that you're like oh if if I had to play this on a loop, yeah, that wouldn't be such a bad thing. I remember I took my yeah. You made me think of this. I, I took my nephews, all four of them at the time, to a water park in Wisconsin Dells. I'm very on brand, and uh, <laughs> and um, we got there and it was kind of cloudy, but we went anyway. And then the clouds all opened up, so nobody really went. Not as many people went. And then the uh, clouds all opened up and turned into a really hot day and afternoon. And we had so much of the run of the park to ourselves. And yeah. we stopped it. Ugh. We stopped at an A and W on the way that back. Sounds amazing. And uh, one of the my nephews won a free ice cream cone in a little game they had yeah. there. Yeah. And then uh, on the drive back to Rochelle, I look and they're all asleep. You know. Yeah. And I thought to myself, this isn't. I'll do this day forever. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, eventually, yeah. this is heaven. They're gonna. Some of them are gonna get old and older and too cool for me yeah and then they'll eventually start to like me again but by that point the younger ones will be too (laughs) well you really went through a time journey like we this moment like right we just maximized it yeah it uh and you have to because it moves so quickly it touches me to even talk about it and like think about it because i'm like if i if i could hit this on repeat i'd be like we're good yeah that's for sure yeah well that is like this the appreciating the simplicity of it all is like the sort of discipline of being present like those moments present themselves but sometimes you stumble into them like morgan and i when we first started dating we would take vacations because we were basically single and sure we called it vacation karma like when you're on vacation like it just happens great like you yeah. have you can stay in a hotel you can pick your hotel mm-hmm. and then you stumble into all these like the owners there and for some reason they're inviting you to go into the kitchen or <laughs> yeah. whatever it's just like in yes. a very casual like <clears throat> yeah everyone's just chill and there's nothing at stake in yeah. a way. And it's like, this is vacation. Like, right. But it is that mindset. And it, and I do like feel like that with my own kids. I remember like some simple, cause it is related, I think to the rituals that we experience as children. Like my dad used to take, bring donuts home on Saturday mornings. Cause we wouldn't see, I'm one of seven and we yeah. wouldn't see him a lot, but yeah. some reason there was like that. And like, I tried giving my kids donuts. Morgan's like, you got to stop giving them donuts on Saturday. Like she's like, That's, <laughs> no. we would walk to the Seven Eleven and I'd put them in the wagon or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it was kind yeah. of like reliving something yeah. in a fun way. Yeah. It's funny too, because when Morgan's like, you got to stop that. You know, part of you is like, yeah, she's right. I got, what well, maybe I not every Saturday or something. I don't know. 
Yeah. But it is like stuff like that that you do appreciate or like some Christmas dinner I had with Owen mm-hmm. Burke and his kids. And it was just like, this is amazing. Like it was just like a corny Italian restaurant with like corny Christmas decorations. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was like a beautiful California night. And mm-hmm. it was like, it was lovely. Like yeah. it was just that not much else was happening, right. but the families were hanging and the kids were getting along and they were putting quarters in a gumball machine. And like, it was like, you do appreciate the the specialness, like a dumb song like Sade, you'll remember. Maybe those kids yes. will remember the gumball machine. Yep. Somebody, yes. And it's also about, like you're saying, like the hype of it or the expectation of it. Because I remember, I probably tell me if I've told this story, but long story short, when we, we had kids early, we had a, a thing to Chili's, like a gift certificate, like a $25 mm-hmm. gift certificate. And the kids were like six, four, and two or whatever. Yep. So I, me and Morgan were both like, this is a really nice restaurant. <laughs> yeah. So... And they were so excited to go to... So of we were course. kind of pranking yes. them a little bit. Yes. But it was a nice restaurant. Yeah. yeah. But we were kind of like, it's it's. we're going to drive to Encino because there's all, the closest one yep. is Encino. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But it's kind of a nice restaurant, you guys. And yeah. so then that was like pretty fun. For yeah. them to... wasn't cruel, but it was on the border. No, but like, you, bol- you, know, you bolstered it up. You jazzed it, was so it up a little fun. bit It was for them. so much fun. It was yeah, so I much think, fun. I me and Morgan were it... like, what do you guys think? I know, like, yeah. What do you think? You made, it a, mo- good, you made it a moment. Well, yeah, that yeah. is. I'm not, not going like to I'm all for this. I think that's a great idea. Oh, dude, and the dollar store. The dollar store is my other greatest hits. Go to the dollar store with your nephews. Yes. You can get anything you want. Here yeah. you go. I'll give you two. You can get two of anything. So, yeah. And take your time. Yes. Yeah. They'll go we, down. Every, they'll walk down the soap aisle. They'll walk down the candle yeah. aisle. Every, they'll walk down every like, Thanksgiving yeah. night. I take my nephews to Walmart, and I let them pick one toy. Oh, that's a good. And I tell them, I go, you can anything What's you want. What's the limit? You set a want, limit. It's fifteen dollars. Oh, that's good. But if you get. Let's they go up this so, year. Let's go up this year. They have year. so many like toy guns. <laughs> You've earned it. I think they have you so could. many toy Let's guns. Go and they always want a Let's toy. Go they always want a toy gun. Yeah. Listen to me. I say, if it's not a toy gun, you can you can have up to twenty. Oh. So then they're like, oh, but they end up getting more creative, and then oh, and then I one of them that. will find something they really Let's want for ten, and they'll be like, can I give? Five of mine to my brother yeah. so they can get and yeah. it becomes this like <laughs> negotiation and we are in this Walmart every we're never there less than That's two awesome. hours. Yeah. And it is so much fun. That's and, a yeah. small and, economy. And all yeah. for them, the moment of going is the best part. Yeah. For me, the entire day of them going, when are we gonna go to Walmart? Is the best part. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I feel their joy. And they don't know, like, this guy's this is you're gonna love it when we're there. But this feeling you have of like yeah. something fun's gonna happen the getting is, there. is the best. God, I'll tell you what, going back to your Chili's thing, by doing that and being like, look, we know it's Chili's, but sure. they don't know that. <laughs> but at a young age, you're kind of teaching them, hey, etiquette is is a thing. You're in well, it was, so you're yeah. sort of at, you're sort of in a way. They were acting like gentlemen. Teaching. I used exactly. to say like act like a gentleman. Like <laughs> it's so great. Now it's more gender neutral or whatever. Act like a civilized person. Yes. I love that. I love that. I love that. That's Um, so funny. I love this postcard. This was great today. Matt. Yeah. It was a blast. You're a pen pal now. You're, what does that mean? What are the perks? You not to be transactional. Not to be transactional. Sure. Yeah, you have to. But join what do Patreon. I get from this? How does this help me? You have to join our Patreon, mm-hmm. and it's so. going to cost. So then what? But then after that, <laughs> you get to what meet comes, us. You know what? I've already met you. <laughs> when you guys kick it off, and you, when you kick off uh, second in command, mm-hmm. and you're saying like, please rate, review, and subscribe, you're mm-hmm. going to see a lot of your pennies and pallers. Show you're going to see them over in there the re- in the reviews, and stuff we're going like to get that. the bump. We're going to get the pen pals. I guarantee you get reviews. The pennies and pals being a pen pal. All right. I love it. Signed your pen um, pal. That's what they're going to say. Wish you well. This was yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Matt, I love this letter. It was great. Matt, I loved having Different you Matt, here. Different Matt, right? I know. There's I two Matts. So. Did you? 
Is this your letter? Let me see. Let me see. I don't have my glasses. Remember? Last time I no, was in Portland, I did grab a bunch of postcards. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way. <laughs> give them out to random people. Thanks to Lissa. You can send us a letter if you can't hand it to us. Although Rory and I can't wait for the world to let us to come and do more live shows. Yep. Care of the Pen Pals podcast, 5419 Hollywood Boulevard, Suite C, number 121. That's Los Angeles, California, 900. Two seven, but uh, thank you for this postcard. I love that it worked out that you happened to be there when we were there, and we got to meet you. And I can't wait to do that with everyone else. Just remember, if you're not a Patreon member, we will not speak to you. I'm joking. <laughs> Thanks so much, Matt. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk, Rory Scovel, and the other Matt, Matt Walsh. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.